Welcome to the Career Pivot Podcast. I'm Beck Sands and I help people pivot into careers or businesses that they love. This podcast is an interview series with people that have successfully pivoted their careers so that you can feel inspired to do the same. I believe that everyone deserves to do work that they love and to feel fulfilled, driven, and know that they are making a positive impact on the world. Now let's get into the episode. I can't believe we're already at episode 18 of the Career Pivot podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Today, I interview Kylie Anderson, a Reiki master healer, Pilates instructor, personal trainer, holistic health coach, and speaker who works with her clients to heal and get fit. Kylie pivoted her career from events management before stepping into her own business, Be Your Radiant Self. Now, let's get into the episode. Kylie, it's so brilliant to have you here on the Career Pivot podcast. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me, Beck. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Um, Let's get into it. So tell us a little bit about uh, your Career Pivot um, and where you came from and then what you pivoted into. Absolutely. So mine is quite a big change, which I think um, these days it's not unheard of to be a big change. But I actually went to uni and studied um, a business degree majoring in event management. Um, So I've been very office based um, for the first part of my working career. Um, And I yeah, did all sorts of events, um, found my way in different admin positions and finally ended up in a pyrotechnics and fireworks and special effects sort of business as a production manager. So the event side um, of my degree, which I really, really loved and thought that was what I wanted to do because I was working with TV shows and massive concerts all around the country. Um, And then my pivot is as a personal trainer, so totally different, um, but definitely something that I needed to do for myself. Yeah, I love it. That is completely different. Um, it is awesome, though. I love that uh, you went into pyrotechnics and you're in um, all sorts of different events um, roles. And then uh, what kind of made you want to pivot into personal training? Um, I think back now, because it was like probably about nine, ten years ago, and I'm like, what brought me to this? This where I am today is obviously meant to be though but um, I think I got to a, a place where I wasn't 100% happy with the business that I was working in the culture wasn't what I wanted to be in um, but I loved the work so much and like I said I just I was in a job that I thought I wanted to do in events I wanted to work for you know TV and sporting events and the concerts and all that sort of stuff very exciting and glamorous but um on the other side of it it was just yeah the culture wasn't great and I just had a niggle that it was time for me to move on because I'm like this is where I thought I wanted to be and why aren't I happy and you know questioning all those things when you have goals or places you wanted to be and when you actually get there it's not what you think it is um and I kind of in this in the two years probably leading up to me changing careers I went on a bit of a health journey myself um and I lost some weight I got into exercising and eating healthy and I just got really motivated with that and I'm like oh my gosh you know I feel so energized and I've got feeling good in myself and confident in myself. And I wanted to be able to help other women feel that way as well. So 
um, while I was still working, I actually started to study personal training and I kind of just thought, oh, I had a big good job to maybe do when I've got kids or something. I can like work it around a family. Um, and I didn't exactly go to quit my job straight away and jump straight into the fitness industry, but I was just really motivated to help other women just feel how I was feeling in myself because um, we all know what it's like to be a woman and it can be, um, we can be very hard on ourselves and not put ourselves first. So I really wanted to inspire women to do that. Um, so yeah, it was kind of like a slow change, but I was just not happy where I was and didn't know why. And then found this love of, of fitness and health. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and so tell us though, like, how did you then go from personal training? So you doing a little bit more now you're doing Reiki and you're doing healing. Um, how, so how did you, I guess, tra- you know, transform your business into that broader scope? That's what I love about being a business owner. Becky could kind of go wherever your interests lie, which is amazing. Um, so my, my main business from the start has been like group fitness, personal training. And then um, about five years ago, I think it was, I added in Reiki healing to my business. Um, I've always been very intuitive um, and sensitive to things. And I kind of shut it down for a long time, didn't know what to do with it. Um, People ask me now, like, why did you even roll in a Reiki course? And I honestly cannot remember why something just got me to enroll in the course Um, and since then I've done all three levels of Reiki healing and that was my way of using this sensitive intuitive gift that I do have to help people on a deeper level Um, and I know a lot of people think healing stuff can be woo-woo and everything like that but um, I think it goes really nicely with personal training because I can help people with like their physical stuff. Um, but on the Reiki side, I can also help with the more emotional um, baggage that we tend to carry as well. And sometimes I even get to mix the two in a personal training session. If a client's having um, a bit of a rough time or whatever, we'll do some more like Pilates, yoga, stretching type stuff. And I'll do Reiki on them while they're um, doing the different stretches and stuff. So I think it goes really, really well together. Um, And I'm also a holistic health coach. I study through IIN and um, just the three together just go really, really well, I think, um, helping on that physical and emotional spiritual side of um, being healthy. Yeah, I love it. I'm. I don't think it's too woo woo. Like I love all that stuff. <laughs> I think. I think like when I was in corporate, I was very like I was much more skeptical. Um, but then since being in my own business in the last couple of years, I've just found that there's like so many, you know, synchronicities that you can't explain, and um, that a lot of business is actually about some of the woo woo stuff. Like it's about mindset, and it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about energy and it's about like tapping into feeling good um, as opposed to just like that more masculine taking action, which I think that sounds similar to what you're talking about in the health space. Yeah. Cause it's not just necessarily about like losing weight or exercising more. There's often a lot going on in the background. Um, And I know like I've had health issues in the past, like as a result of stress, and yes, so, yeah. yeah, it can play such a big part on everything when it comes to your health. So I love that a lot of women come to me these days. Like in the when I first started, it was probably different, but these days I tend to attract 
um, mainly women. I do have a couple of men clients, but mainly women that want to feel good. And I love that. It's not just so much these days about physical. And like you said, we're um, so much masculine energy of doing, doing, doing that um, we need to balance that with feminine energy of being a bit more flowy and intuitive as well. So um, I love that the society is kind of changing a little bit too. Like you said, I'm not so skeptical of these more, as people say, the woo-woo healing stuff. I think they just go really, really well together. And people get big shifts when you put both of them together because it's not just the physical because we usually tend to move the goalposts again um, when it comes to if we're just focusing purely on our physical body. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So, Kylie, you've been in business, I think you've mentioned to me in the past, um, around eight years Mm -hmm. or a decade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, eight years, yeah. Yeah, so you would have had, um, you know, you would have gone through a lot of ups and downs um, and, you know, I guess the whole, um, you know, spectrum of of business. Um, Can you tell me what have been some of the challenges, I guess, in, in your business and, you know, when you were starting out to, you know, all the way through to now? Ah, oh, business. It's a roller coaster of highs and lows, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Got to have a bit of resilience in you. Um, I think starting out, um, I lived, I've since moved since I started my business, but I was in a quite a large suburb in Melbourne. Um, and personal training can be quite a competitive market. So trying to get your name out there can be quite tricky. Um, and I think I, a big lesson that I had to learn was you can't be everything to everybody. You've got to kind of just be okay with the clients that you're getting are the ones that I can help. I can't help everybody. I'm not for everybody. Um, and just having that comparison against other, other personal trainers, um, it can be quite a hit to your confidence um, if you're not getting clients or people are complaining that you're too expensive. And, um, yeah, I've, I've definitely built resilience over the past eight years um, of business. And I think one of the trickiest moments I had was I built up my, my business to a really good place um, in where I used to live. And then we moved um, about three and a half years ago and I had to start my business again. Um, so that. I was on the verge of, um, there was many tears shed um, and yeah. the verge of maybe just packing it in because I thought it was just getting too hard. Like I've already done this and now I have to do it again. And um, But now I've, you know, I've kept going with it. I've persevered through it. And, um, yeah, I've come out the other side and I've got a thriving business now, which is amazing. I've got beautiful clients that I'm really aligned with. Um, but definitely so many ups and downs and yeah sometimes you know your financial stuff and you've got to do all the things in your business um, until you get to a place where you can bring on some help to help you out but um, yeah definitely building up resilience and you can't give up on on what you're passionate about and I think if you're passionate enough you you keep going um, through those ups and downs. Yes, I think those things are universal to business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. In some form, they're all the same. Yeah, 100%. I, um, yeah, I think I experience all of, all of the above, um, mm-hmm. getting your name out there and, and I guess like, ha- you know, having the, 
the mindset to be able to market yourself um, mm. as well. Oh, is- that's massive to have that confidence <laughs> in selling. Like I hate selling to people and I'm like, but you have to because it's your business. You have to sell yourself. And when yeah. you're the face of your business, um, it can be very tricky to, to build that confidence. But I think, like I said, if you're really passionate and dedicated to what you're doing, you kind of push through the uncomfortableness. Um, even if it's a bit awkward at the start, you kind of find your feet. Yeah, I love that. That's very good advice. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, when you relaunch your business, you mentioned because you had to move and you kind of had to do it the second time around. Did you find it easier because you had done it before or what were the differences there? Oh, great question. I think I found it a bit more tricky because I was, um, when I first started my business, it was just me and my husband um, now. But um, when I had to start again, I had to. Uh, little girls with me so I was juggling motherhood and trying to start my business again so um, I think I I had a bit more maybe faith in myself that I knew that I could do it again because I'd done it once before Um, but when you're trying to bring up two kids as well as trying to um, you know have a business that you're trying to grow again um, I found it probably the trickiest the second time around just because of kids being chucked into the equation (laughs) Yeah, totally. That would be tricky. <laughs> that would throw yes. us better in the works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And how have you found, uh, like, do you, is, is a lot of your uh, business done in person or do you do online or is it a hybrid? And how, how have you found that sort of changed and evolved? Um, it's definitely, I would love it to be more of a hybrid. <laughs> um, it's mainly in person. Uh, which I totally understand, um, especially with the personal training. Um, But I think since COVID has hit, people are a little bit more open to online um, because you kind of have to if you've got no other choice. Um, But I do find with my clients personally, they do prefer, especially for fitness, um, Reiki is a bit different. Reiki is probably 50-50 where I can do in person, but I can also do it distantly. Um, But with personal training and fitness, it's definitely people like that in-person contact um, rather than online. Um, And to say I I have tried online um, with fitness, but it just is a bit tricky. Um, But Reiki is one that I can definitely do online and do do about 50-50. So it's a hybrid. Um, You know, maybe with, with what's going on in the world at the moment, we'll slowly have to adjust to maybe more online stuff, but let's hope that we don't have to deal with COVID for too much longer. Yeah, totally. I think I agree. Like, I think that, yeah, with personal training, it's kind of like, yeah, you do sort of, if you can want to do it in person just to get that motivation. Whereas mm. like, if it's like group classes or something like that, yeah, it's fine. Whereas Reiki, yeah, totally do it online. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the coaching, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And the coaching, yeah, the coaching I mainly do online, which is, which is something that's easy to do online. Um, and, you know, it's just chatting to each other. So I can definitely, that's, that's definitely been more online. It's just mainly the fitness that tends to be the in-person stuff and sticks to being in-person. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you mentioned before that you started out um, really like pursuing your passion for, Uh, for personal training and that's how you got started in your business what would you um, recommend for someone who might be in a job that they're not really aligned with similar to how you felt in events uh, but they're just like I don't know what to do next or I don't know what um, you know where where to look (laughs) what would you suggest based on your experience 
trust that feeling. Um, you know, you have to trust that feeling. Even like I thought that I was in the spot where I wanted to be for my career and it just didn't feel right. Um, and I don't know where I'd be if I didn't listen to that. So definitely trust what you were feeling, I think is a really big one. Um, and people tend to give some wonderful advice, but always come back to what you are feeling. Um, even if you think, you know, this is where I should be and this is what I should be doing. Um, if you've got a little niggle feel, I, you know, you don't want to go back, looking back in your life and regretting not having a look at what that actually was. So definitely trust what you're feeling. Um, I'd say also just to explore and have a look around if there is what is it that is interesting you? What are you passionate about? Um, how you could possibly turn it into a business or how you could find a job doing whatever it is that your interests are. Um, and then just giving it a go. Like with me, I part of my course, I did my personal training course while I was still working um, full time and I had to do work experience as part of that. And um, that gave me, that even fueled my passion even more. Um, so if you can get out and even chat to people that are in a space where you're interested in looking at, going into um, and just experiencing it as well and, you know, you don't have to leave your job straight away um, but just have a feel around, chat to people and um, just see if it is actually something that, that you want to do but most definitely trust that feeling and don't ignore it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I also did that. So I um, studied coaching on the side uh, with the beautiful You Coaching Academy. And I was actually coaching, you know, for a few years, actually, before I left corporate. Um, mm. It was funny because for me, I I knew that I wanted to do something different, but I was going to, like, basically my career was kind of taking off, like right at the time mm. when I, I wanted to leave and and you know, do something different. And it was really hard to leave. <laughs> at that that point. is tricky. That yeah. is tricky. That's yeah. where you, you're at that point where you're like, okay, I've, I've, I suppose that's where you've got to make that decision, isn't it? Where you continue on with your career or you take a step into the unknown. Yes. And there's positives and negatives to everything, like yep. no matter what you do. So it's, yeah, just mm-hmm. looking at what, what I want to yeah, what I, what I want to do and is it worth it? Like, is that going to mm. be worth it? Um, so yeah. I, yeah, I, I had lessons that I really, re- really value now that I have taken into my business. So I'm glad that it all happened in the perfect time. And I think that's, that's something that, you know, the listeners can take away from this as well, that everything does happen in the perfect time. Even if you think like this is taking way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely. You gotta you gotta trust where you are. Um, even when it we can be so impatient and we want to control everything. Um, but we've just yeah, gotta trust where we are because when you look back with hindsight, you can be like, oh, that's why it happened then. So yeah, trust is a big one. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, Okay, so what is one book that's made a massive impact for you in relation to, you know, pursuing your passion or building your business or your career? One of the first ones I read, and I should read it again because, you know, we could all do with revisiting the things that we learned at the start, but it's The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks um, and it's overcoming our limiting beliefs, so um, us stopping ourselves from believing that we can do things um, and just working through 
beliefs that we have in ourselves that um, are actually stopping us from doing whatever it is that you want to do. And it doesn't just have to be business. It could be all sorts of areas of your life. But um, I still, I haven't read it since, but um, it's definitely one that I highly recommend. I love that book. I've read that. Yeah, yep. it's amazing. The upper limit, it is so the upper limit yep. problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. so, we yeah. all yeah we all have that upper limit, and it's like that's the level, and then we start to sabotage ourselves as soon as we get mm-hmm. near it. <laughs> yes, yep. We get uncomfortable when we start progressing. <laughs> yeah, it it is funny, isn't it? And and like yeah. that's that whole thing of like the fear of success, and I think. Like people think, no, no, I'm, 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 you know, I'm afraid of failure. And it's like, yeah, but what would happen if you were to succeed? Like, does that mean you have to put mm. yourself out there more? Does that mean you'd get busier, um, you know, and potentially burn out? Like there are like negative repercussions to like success as well or perceived yeah. negative repercussions that may yeah. not be true, but we just have those in our minds because that's the beliefs that we've got. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's so- <laughs> I think a big one for me is you have to work hard for money and I've had to really um yeah I figured that out in the past eight years that I don't want to burn myself out <laughs> like well, that's not what it's about I want to have my business so it's a bit more easy for me so um yeah it's funny the beliefs that we have that can stop us in our tracks yes I have had that too so much and I think like it's almost like a society thing like we mm. you know it's like you've got to you know work harder and grind more to get results whereas yeah like it's actually, it can be the opposite. If you take care of yourself more. <laughs> yes, yes, things flow and you don't get in your own way. Yeah, and you're more likely to draw things towards you that you actually want as opposed mm. to the things you don't want. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I love it so much. One more question, which I forgot to ask you before, but what is the best um, thing or the best things about working for yourself and having a business? I think because I have changed in my business, you have that ability to do that. You can change it to add in or remove anything that you want to do um, and make it work for yourself and your family. Um, and I think the the freedom, um, just being your own boss to, you know, if you want to take a day off or work around the kids, like I've got two young kids and one's in prep and um, one's starting kinder next year that I'm I'm able to set my work hours around what they need and they're, so I can take my daughter to school and I can take them to their um, swimming lessons and all that sort of stuff. So having that flexibility to set my own hours I think has been really big since becoming a mum but also with that you've just got to make sure you don't get in the trap of um, working too much out of hours as well because when you're passionate and dedicated to something you can get very excited and before you know it you've spent eight hours on the computer without getting up so um, yeah finding (laughs) finding that balance I think is is really important but um, it's also a blessing to have that flexibility as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't have kids, but the freedom has definitely been something for me. Um, flexibility to work, like to say no to things that I don't want to work mm. on um, and people that I don't want to work with. Yes, <laughs> and, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and I think I think it's more like, you know, if, if you feel like it's not aligned, then you don't have to do it. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's just having that choice and freedom. It's It feels amazing to be able to have that in business. Hey. Oh, it's, yeah, it's what keeps you going. I think with me anyway, having that flexibility and freedom to 
do what I want um, and, like you said, work with the people that you want to work. And if you don't like doing something, you can always get someone to help you out with certain things. Um, but, yeah, just it's just the freedom. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Kylie, for being on. It's been so lovely talking with you. I can't wait to share this and I hope everyone got so much out of it. Thank you for having me back. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review. You'll find a link to this episode and all of the show notes at becksands.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my free weekly email newsletter where I share loads of practical advice for making your career pivot. Remember, you deserve to do work in the world that you love. Until next time, have an awesome day. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.